الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد In his next one he says uh, which is 105 uh, حكم, uh, حكمة 105 is his aphorism 105 He says ليخفف ألم البلاء عليك علمك بأنه سبحانه هو المبلي لك ليخفف ألم ألم البلاء عليك علمك بأنه سبحانه هو المبلي لك فالذي واجهتك منه الأقدار هو الذي عودك حسن الاختيار If only we could appreciate this in the Arabic itself But what he's saying here is that to soften for you the suffering of affliction To make it softer for you To make it easier for you the suffering of affliction He has taught you that he is the one who causes the trials to come upon you. To make it softer and easier for you, he's telling you that I'm the one who's sending these issues to you. I am the one who's putting you under trial. For the one who confronts you with his degrees of fate is the same who has accustomed to you his good choice. It seems a bit vague, but what he's basically saying is that the one who is confronting you with his decrees of faith, basically all the difficulties that may come upon us or challenges that may come upon us, all of those are decrees of Allah. They're all within the decree of Allah. So the one, meaning Allah, who's confronting you with his decrees of fate, these difficulties, remember he's the same one, the same being, who's also accustomed you to his good choice. What do you mean by his good choice when he's favored you and done good things for you? Are you saying that you've never had anything good in the world? There's some people, they have a few big issues, so then they think that they just forget all the good things that have happened to them. Because they're basically saying that right now I'm in a bad thing, so it doesn't matter what's happened two years ago, even yesterday. What matters is now. So even if for 10 years or 15 years or even 50 years I've had it good and now I've just had a difficulty, that 50 years should be brushed out. Because what matters is every next moment but basically the idea is that if you had good times in the past then inshallah the next th- this could be overcome and then you'd have a next one because Allah says that with every difficulty comes ease just remember that when you keep in mind that the misfortunes that befall you from Allah this is what Sheikh Abdullah Gangohi says in his book of wisdoms uh, in the commentary when you keep in mind that the misfortunes that befall you are from Allah most high Allah knows about them and Allah is the cause of everything. The worldly causes then have absolutely no significance in this regard. You know, the anger you feel at somebody who did something wrong to you? He cut you off or whatever? If you just start thinking, well, maybe I, Allah wants that to happen to me. Well, not maybe. Allah wants that to happen to me. Suddenly, can you see how you take away your whole aggression against that person? He's just a tool now. He was just an excuse. You know, it doesn't, uh, I mean, of course, the crimes are committed by people and there, there is, the, the, you know, punishment has to be, has to be uh, provided and so on. But at the end of the day, this is a management issue that if you know Allah is with you, then you'll manage your life very, very well. So then he says that the worldly causes then will have absolutely no significance in this regard, then the grief and sorrow will be lessened. You will realize that the being who has afflicted you with the most misfortune 
is the same being who has always acted for your welfare in your, all your affairs. So all of 10 years, 15, 5, 20, whatever number of years has been good for you. He is the one who has given you a little difficulty right now. You know, if we can think like this, don't you think that we'd forgive people much more easily? We won't hold a grudge for too long. It's amazing, isn't it? But with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, once we've recognized that everything comes from Allah, so we have to then realize that He's done good things for me as well. And He has always treated you with love and kindness before this. Just this is a little lapse that He just wants to destabilize you a bit. Just wants you to remember Him. Maybe He wants you closer to Him because the fastest, one of the fastest ways to get closer to Allah is by difficulty when you're patient over difficulty. If you remember, we read a few weeks ago that uh, proper zuhud is that when you do have a loss or calamity, you actually now believe that the reward you're getting right now is more beloved to you than had you not had this loss and calamity and not been able to be patient. Um, in view of Allah's kind and loving treatment in all your affairs, you know, just think back at all the positives. And that's what counselors and psychologists will tell you to do the same thing, that think back about good things that have happened to you. So in view of Allah's kind and loving treatment in all your affairs, you will understand that there most certainly is some benefit for you in the hardship. Haven't you had hardship before where it became a positive thing afterwards? It made us stronger. A hardship makes you stronger. A hardship makes you more cautious in the future. A hardship makes you more appreciating, more grateful. A hardship makes you more empathic to others. Right? You get more sympathy for others because you've been through difficulty. It gives you greater experience. That's all the benefits of difficulties. This is Allah's world we're dealing with. So everything has a purpose. So if you're looking at it from that perspective, you'll suddenly start realizing that there's some benefit in your hardship. While ostensibly the hardship appears to be a misfortune. I mean, obviously, the hardship that's come upon you is going to look like a misfortune right now. But in reality, it is for your benefit. In fact, it is a mercy for you. Because it's coming from the most merciful one. That means he has to have mercy. When this knowledge develops into a state, now that's what's important now. All of this that we've studied and we've been reading, we know about it. Then we'll forget it until we're reminded again. But the important thing is that if you want this to really help our life and help ourselves deal with difficulties, then this needs to become our state. Where this is practiced to such a degree that every time something happens, we remember this. That two times, three times, four times, it'll become our state then. It's like when something difficult happens, instead of swearing or something like that, we can actually say, Inna lillah, or may Allah make this easy. Oh Allah. You know, something like that. Whatever, just something with Allah. So when this, this knowledge should not just remain knowledge, it should become a state. Your worry and grief will disappear. You, you'll be able to just deal with it instantly. Although the hardship, you have to remember, the hardship will produce pain. If you've been struck, may God forbid, you will feel pain. You might have to get a plaster. You may have to stay in bed. If it's your car, you'll have to get it fixed. Or maybe you'll have to buy a new car. Maybe you'll have to look for a new job. But... Allah will just make it easy. 
Like imagine several things go wrong with your car. So you're paying 120 pounds for brakes, uh, 100 and something pound for service, 300 pound for road, road tax, 700 pound for insurance, and then X, Y, and Z. And it all happened at once. You know, when your insurance was due, when your MOT was due, and it all happened at once. So you end up like 15, 1600. You could buy a new car with that. How do you deal with that? You just think, well, Allah is making it difficult. He's provided in the past. I've never become absolutely a pauper by doing this. What else am I going to do? That's what it is. It's my car. That's what Allah has given me. I must do it. Or you can make a calculus and buy something else and just scrap this if, if, if it's worth doing that. You have to make that judgment call. But this needs to become a state. Although the hardship may, will produce the pain to your physical body or to your physical heart, your spiritual heart though will be contented and delighted. That, yes, this is difficult, man. But you know what? Subhanallah. I am getting rewarded for this. Allah has something in store for me. That's why Allah inna awliya Allahi la khawfan alayhim wa lahum yahzanun. The friends of Allah, they know they're in good company. La khawfan alayhim. La khawfan alayhim wa lahum yahzanun. You know there's people who get caught in things but they've got contacts, right? So even if they get put in prison for a while or whatever, they know that they, they're quite content. I know somebody's going to pull me out. That's a bad example, right? Um, but they know they're going to be pulled out even though they have to get a bit humiliated right? but that's the world that's dunyawi things dunyawi context this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the wonderful thing is that you might think but Allah doesn't do that for me well why don't you increase your positivity towards Allah and see his positivity come through because Allah says in a hadith al-Qudsi I am with my servant as he thinks of me because a lot of people are going to be thinking that but Allah doesn't do that for me who am I? you have the ability to be greater than so many other people. If you just get it right, if you think in the right way, increase your positivity with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you'll see the positivity come from Him as well. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this a state for us and give us afiyah and uh, gr grant us the ability to do that which pleases Him in whatever state uh, we, we are in. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين